I am a Star Wars baby, Jeff. Wow. Which month? I made sure to be born in time. <laughs> oh, please. Oh, please. <laughs> for the release of A New Hope. And I was born from the joy of A New Hope. Yes. Okay. We will leave that one alone. <laughs> this is Jeff. This is Brett. And we're just talking about Star Wars all the time on the Skywalk. What's up, Moof Milkers? Welcome back to the Skywalk episode 98, the Mandalorian mid-season review. Yes. Welcome back, Jeffrey. Thank you. Jeff, how you feeling? A little under the weather, Brett. But I'm doing this for the listeners. It's understandable because the weather here is terrible. Oh, it's bupkis. It's awful. Dude, I've been shoveling for about three hours. I'm wearing the biggest, most waterproof boots I have. I got my gloves. I got my scarf. I got my cap. I've got, um, I'm already on Sudafed, all that good stuff. But okay, Brett, I did follow through with my theory. Okay. I watched all four episodes. At once? Yes. So now, did you cycle through like one, then one and two? Yes. Then one, two, three? Yes. Then one, two, three, four? Yep. Really? And then now I'm going to start over. Oh, man. Even though personally, I think episode four wasn't really related. Right. The thing is, I liked the episode. Yeah. But it was just. All right. We'll get, we'll, we'll get it to different. it. It's different. We'll get to it. We'll okay. get to it. Okay. Go ahead, go ahead. Before we do, Jeffrey. All right. Social media. All right. This is where the good move milkers can find us on social media. On Apple Podcasts, search Ooh. for The Skywalk, Skies and Sky. Walk is in the thing you cook in, spelled W-O-K. Subscribe there and leave us a review. Thank you, please. Spotify, same deal, The Skywalk. Disgracebook, Facebook.com slash The Skywalk. Twitter, at The Skywalk. Instagram, The Skywalk. And tell us about Potomatic, Jeffrey. Well, listeners, even with my sick voice, you know how we do. <laughs> it's StarWarsOverCoffee.Potomatic.com. Before we get into the meat of our episode, Jeff, as yes. always, it's time for Waititi Watch. <laughs> Jeff, I know there was something going on with Taika Waititi in the mm-hmm. last couple of weeks. I just couldn't remember what it is. And anyways, more importantly, we just want to remind people that Taika Waititi yeah. directed the season finale of The Mandalorian. Did he? Something to look forward okay. to. Yes. Because I have already already have a favorite episode. You do? Of The Mandalorian. Oh, okay. Wait, wait, wait. Don't, don't let me forget. We will revisit that. Okay. At the very end, our favorite episode. Okay. Okay. Um, news nuggets, Jeff. Let's do it. You tell me if you're dipping or flipping this news. Okay. We got two news nuggets for today. A two-piece nugget, Jeff. Mm. Uh, there's still a Star War on track for 2022. I heard about that. So, of course, this was a little up in the air because it was supposed to be Benioff and Weiss's Star War, and mm-hmm. and now that's off. Because they got fired. So we don't know who's making this Star War. But it was announced that there would be an announcement in January. I, I've heard a few names, Brett. Have you? Yes. Who do you think it's going to be, Jeff? Hmm. I've heard speculation, okay? So, for example- I've heard speculation as well. Go ahead. Birth Movies Death, which is a fantastic website if you're mm-hmm. a movie nut. Here was their speculation. Did you send me this article? I think I did. Okay. Maybe I did. They said, season two of The Mandalorian is getting filmed right now. And once it wraps- John Favreau might have a suitable gap in his schedule to work on a film. Jeff, I think that's very possible. Mm. That could be the Feige Favreau collaboration thing. Now we don't know that they're collaborating. We know Feige is leading up a Star Wars movie. He is. He is. 
And we know that Favreau's crushing it with The Mandalorian. Like, regardless of anybody's opinion of it, it's the show new... is doing really well. Oh, dude, have you seen the numbers? Like, this show is, like, the best show on television. It's crazy. And it's not on television. Right. It's wow. A, it's surpassed Stranger Things, yeah. I guess, finally. Which and... apparently is a great show. Yeah, you know, so they say. Um, <laughs> so who could it be? Oh, you, Brett, you throw shade like the best of them, man. I, I tell you. Okay, I'll try to keep that up, Jeff. <laughs> Um, maybe we'll do it here. No, this is a this is a kind of a feel good story. Okay. Because it didn't end up being a feel bad story. Mm. The Rise of Skywalker script ended up on eBay. Okay, I'm definitely flipping that part of it. Okay, so the thing is, Jeff, this news broke right that yeah. one of the main actors in the movie was a little careless with <laughs> no, their script. We got okay. We yeah. need to wager on who it was. Okay. Well, the thing is, I know who it was. Wait, wait, how do you know? Because the person who did it later confirmed oh, that they no, were the person really? who did it. Now, you tell me, though, Jeff. You tell me. Tell me. I, I, I need help narrowing it down. Look, though. Jeff, just go with your gut. My gut. The most obvious guess. Oh, tell me. Who would be careless enough? No, no, we're not talking about old man Billy D, right? Yeah, he, yeah, he probably yeah. did. Yeah. Right? That's, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Man, he is so old. He's wicked old. Like, I was... <laughs> Dude, we all have bad. these imaginations like, like oh, I want Carrie Fisher to come back. Oh, what? She smokes now? And it's like, oh, I want Billy D to come... Wait, Billy D's got a bum hip. <laughs> all, right, all right, so who who left it, Jeff? This is good because me and the Tell listeners... Tell me it wasn't Finn. Me and all the move milkers know, of course it was Finn, Jeff. Oh, come on. So originally in the agenda for this Where, episode... Are you serious? In, in the agenda, originally... Why, Finn, why? I had written... Why? I had written, is there any way it wasn't Boyega? And then by the time we recorded, Boyega has confirmed that it was him. Of course it was him. He's such a dodo. For that misstep alone. Mm -hmm. Banished. So here's my problem with the resistance. Yeah. And I think- The Finn, show it, or the movement? No, the- The, the, <laughs> the show. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. The show. Okay, yes. So the main character- um, Casada, Kaz, Kaz, Kaz Menudo. I know that's not it, but that's what Kasada I call it. Casada Menudo. I, I don't know. That's that's, <laughs> yeah. that's that's. I don't know why that's the name I'm thinking, but but Kaz he plays the fool. Yes. And like, I think that's the reason I don't like the show that that much mm -hmm. because he plays the fool too often for somebody who's suppo supposedly an actual soldier. Gotcha. Right. Like right. you Didn't can't he be that the, stupid. Like. like the, the Naval Academy. He, went, of the he New graduated from the Naval Academy, man. Like seriously, I mean, there's there's such a thing as being socially awkward. Mm -hmm. But Kaz is bumbling. Kaz is bumbling. He's you, a you bumbling I mean? buffoon. Bumbling buffoon. I mean, I like him. Like BB. You've seen everything in Resistance season two up like to present, which all the I, way, which I have not. All the way. And he's still a bumbling buffoon. No, no, it's not just still. Like they double, they double and triple down. Jeff, this is now a three piece nugget. And I'm flipping that. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, guys. And yeah. this is the last season. It's the last season. So it's season. not like you can say he's still got room to grow. No, like, no, Like no. when Ezra went through puberty. Like, so he's like the exact opposite of Ezra. Right, right. He's getting, he's getting worse as he goes yeah. along. He, like Ezra matures yeah. throughout the course of the show. Yeah. Kaz becomes even more bumbling oh, throughout the course boy. of the show. And I feel like there, it's, I think there's going to be an I'm your father moment in oh. that show, by the way. <gasps> really? So when's it coming to Disney Plus? So like, what the heck, right? I don't know, man. Like they can't say, oh, we have a pre-existing contract yeah, with Disney XD because like you are a Disney XD. So just bring it over to Disney Plus. Put it on there. Paying for that, man. Yeah. And they have season one. Now I will tell you this. Yeah. I've got a recommendation. Okay. 
That show with Jeff Goldblum? It's great. Dude, Isn't it's pretty it? good. Isn't it good? It's pretty good. I love it. I was like, okay. The ice cream a, episode? A, oh, I know. So I, I just watched the shoe episode. Yes. Sneakers. That was really good. That show almost makes me want to collect sneakers. Will we ever see Jeff Goldblum in a Star War? Could we? Is he too, like, is he larger than life to a degree that you just couldn't fit him in there because it would be too distracting? It's too distracting now because he's he's made a character caricature of himself. Right. Um, it's kind of like if you put Stephen Colbert. Mm-hmm into Star Wars. You, right. He would still... Oh, yeah. Let's never do that. Yeah. Like now, no, I know what you mean. Now, if yeah. he was an alien, yeah, all bets are off. I have the so, same issue with like Matt Damon. Same yeah. thing. It's like, yeah. oh, yeah, I'm sure you're a good actor, but when I I don't care when if I you're see on you, Mars... I see you as Goodwill Hunting. Kid, you are <laughs> the same guy <laughs> on Mars. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That was good. That so was distracting, good. man. Good. Yeah, yeah but, but, but I think it would be great if there was a space for that sort of thing. Right. Right? And now you got Disney Plus... You should have different creators that do these little one-off things. Like where, where's the, where, where's the sandbox for people? It'll get there, Jeff. I see. I think that stuff's coming. They, they're going to need it. They're going to need it. I don't know. All right. So, um, you get, you brought out two Good topics. Luck. You're going to need it. Dipping the first one, flipping the second one. So you're dipping a Star War to be announced. Yes. In t- for 2022. But I'm flipping. You're flipping Boyega. <sighs> Dude. Flipping his script under his pillow. Yeah. Where the maid found it. Like really. That's funny. The damage doesn't look as bad from out here. Moving on, Jeffrey. Let's get into our Mandalorian mid-season review. So, Jeff, we're going to go through okay. uh, one episode at a time. Episode two, three, and four, because we already covered episode one in our last yes, episode. I'm with you. And then we'll just kind of collect our thoughts okay. about what we expect going forward. All right? All right, you go first. So let's start with, with not episode Chapter two. Chapter two. The child. And I, st- I very much like the uh, calling them chapters instead of. I do too. Because chapters can be long. Yep. Or they can be short. And I like the short names. Yeah. You know, the child, the sin, sanctuary. Ooh. Chapter two, the child. Let me give you a brief synopsis. Imagine, okay. if you will, mm-hmm. that you steal a stereo out of someone's car, so they murder several of your relatives. <laughs> But then you decide to call it even if they can get you some eggnog on the way nice. home. <laughs> nice. That's chapter two of The Mandalorian. Which was awesome, Which man. is amazing. Awesome. Jeff, I have to say, um, you know, if you read uh, television criticism, which I only do well after I've watched an episode okay. like two or three times. I haven't looked at any, so this will be a good time for me. There are people who complained about this episode for various reasons. Really? I thought it was amazing. Dude. I t- loved it. So here's the thing. Yeah. I know that we said we'd talk about this later, mm-hmm. but this was my favorite episode. Yeah, I think it's mine too. Dude, like, it was awesome, man. It's like, incredible. You get to see the, and, and not only that, but you get to see the. Um, Jawas? Uh, Jawas. Yes. Because I wanted to call them Ewoks. Because we share a mind. Yes. The Jawas actually make fun of the oh, Mandalorian. Man. That might have and been I the best like, moment. He's like, dude, you sound, he sound like a Wookiee. So bad, you sound like a Wookiee. <laughs> I was, was like, so oh, snap! Good. And you know what was so good about it, Jeff? Yeah. Couldn't you kind of tell when the Mando spoke <laughs> yeah. that he didn't speak good Jawa? <laughs> right. Like we don't speak it, but you, like, like you even knew. I knew. We knew that his accent was off, which is it. So it shows you that learning language is difficult. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, but to go with that, like, do you know this to be true, Jeffrey? Yes, I do. Yes. But just the fact that uh, it, the fact that they made him sit down, and so it like, oh yeah. And first of all, like Nolte's character, right? Even he has to sit down. Right. They're like, you've got to come down to our level. Mm-hmm. You have to negotiate with us. Yeah. We're in control. And be like, let's talk about how you evaporated little Pablo earlier. <laughs> right. right. <And> Disintegrated, <laughs> man. <laughs> like what? <laughs> Okay, but let's go to the beginning, Jeff, because I think I was sold from the very first scene, which I still think is amazing. Uh, We have the ambush Mm -hmm. by the Trandoshans. Before the ambush. Before the ambush? Which is even cooler, yes. The lizard. The lizards. Just the fact, like, I love this type of scene setting, too. Where it's like, this is Star Wars. Yeah. We just want to see weird stuff. Weird stuff, and you get to learn about different species. Yeah. Like, to, you know, th- it's like a whole thing on zoology. Mm-hmm. Like, it it was just super cool. Right, because then they all start to peace out <laughs> because they know stuff is about to go down. Yep, yep. That was also fantastic. Jeff, the reflection in the Mando's helmet. Did you nice. notice that? Yes, I did. When the Trandoshans yeah. are jumping We're across jumping the over. little thing. He saw that. It was yeah, yeah. so good. Yeah, yeah. Everything about that was amazing. Yeah. And the fight was great. And how did they find him? The key, the not the key fob, but uh, the you know what I'm talking about. The remote starter? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Whatever it is. So they um I think my grandma used to have that on her keys <laughs> right. so she wouldn't lose them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beep, beep, beep. Yeah, and that so the fight was really good. Yeah. And it's then revealed. That that big gun that he's been carrying around on his back can disintegrate. Can disintegrate. Wow. No disintegration. Yes, disintegrations. I think that the Mandalorian also had to use every tool at his disposal in this episode. Yes. Mm-hmm. And this is why, Jeff, on sort of a, a big picture level, mm-hmm. to me, this show is very much like Boba Fett. The original, to, as far as we knew, Mandalorian. To me, this Mandalorian. is like the epitome yes. of Boba Fett the Mandalorian. Because every episode, right, you're relying on ga- – and I'm not, this is not a criticism, mm-hmm. but you're kind of relying on the element of surprise. Yep. And you're relying on gadgets, like these unexpected things. Sometimes literally, right, the yep. Mando pulls out this thing. And you're like, oh, snap, I didn't know he had that. Um, and then other times they're just surprising you with different things. I mean, the first episode I thought was very good, mm-hmm. but if it wasn't for the twist ending – I mean, like, that took it up. If if you're giving it four out of five stars, that puts it at five. Okay. You know what I mean? Whereas the episode two, five star throughout. I just loved it. Every single scene was awesome. Let me tell you what else I loved about it, Jeff. All right. In this show, stuff happens. Yeah. Like, stuff happens on a big scale. So the very next scene, Mando's going back to his ship. It just got raided by Jawas. (laughs) They're still there with their sand crawler. Mm -hmm. He starts picking them off by disintegrating them like popcorn. Mm -hmm. And then... There's a chase with a sand crawler. And to me, like that, Jeff, I've gone back. I don't usually do this. I usually... I've watched that episode three times already. I don't watch scenes, like just scenes. But, but I go back and watch like. that scene. Yeah. yeah. And I don't care how Indiana Jones it was. Mm-hmm. Fine. It was It was totally... <laughs> is, that, is that what it reminded me of? The Last Crusade, the okay. Valley of the Crescent Moon or whatever. Yep. Yep. It totally was. But yeah. I don't care. That was awesome. You know, it's not like in The Force Awakens when Rey first encounters BB-8 being kidnapped by okay. Tito on his Lugabeast that doesn't move. You know, like, <laughs> I watched that part, Jeff, in The Force Awakens. Yeah. And I was like, is this like the shark in Jaws? Is it broken? <laughs> And that's why it's not doing anything. You know, whereas John Favreau's like, no, wait, we got a sand crawler? Like, well, hey, has anyone ever chased one down? I feel like a lot of movies, Jeff, they look at it and they're like, all right, what could we do? Well, we can't really do a scene of like a big action scene with a sand crawler because either the budget would be too big mm-hmm. or it's just too ambitious, whatever. John Favreau's like, look, 
this is what I did with my toys. This is what we're doing on the show. We got to figure out a way to make it happen. Dude, after that scene, I want a sand crawler. It was the best. I don't want to be economic anymore. Yep. You know what I mean? Forget that. Forget the SUV. I won. Yes. <laughs> the two miles a gallon sand crawler, dude. And and like they said, I I don't know if they had ever referred to those before as a fortress. Mm. And I think but they, they really did are. say that in this episode. And it, right, and it makes sense because, dude, your Jawas—they're shorter than me, dude. Like dude, that y- thing is like an aircraft carrier, man. Yeah, you need—they need that, right? Yeah. So they they go around. They're like, all right. Are we safe here? All right, let's get out and strip this dude's Corolla. <laughs> and then they get back in the sand crawler where they're safe and they get away. Now, an important quote that I got from this episode. Oh, yeah. Wait, but didn't Jeff, didn't he even call it an armored fortress? Yeah. This I love too. He doesn't call it a sand crawler. No. He doesn't know that. He didn't he buy the know toy. That's what it is. He didn't see it at Target, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? <laughs> Wonderful. Wonderful. Like that attention to detail just makes the world feel real. And the details are so good, Jeff, that there are people who are speculating like, oh, that must be Tatooine because Jawas only live on Tatooine. Well, guess what? If you buy the toy, (laughs) it's called an off-world Jawa for a reason because it's not Tatooine. Anyway, just love that stuff, man. It's the little things, man. It's the little things. It means, hey, I will say this over and over again. Mm -hmm. They had a plan. Yeah. And see, I'd rather this, right? So there are things about the show that I mean, we'll talk about, I'm sure, that, mm-hmm. that I don't like. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're, it's got its bumps and bruises. But I'd rather that, knowing that it came from, like, one person or a couple of really passionate people yep. who just had a vision. And it wasn't, like, too many cooks. It was just like, all right, for better or worse, this is my vision for the show, and this is what it's going to be. So here's my thing, Brett. If episode one and two... Chapters. Chapters. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yes. Thank you for correcting me. Chapters, Jeffrey. (laughs) They're called chapters. Chapters one and two were released as a standalone movie. (laughs) How good would it have done? It would do very well. It would do very well. It'd be too short, but yes, it would. Yep. I take your meaning. Well, no. First one was 46. Yeah. The second one was 42. No, it was shorter. The second one was much shorter. I was a little disappointed. 36? Yeah, I think so. Max. Really? Yeah. And th- if there's one thing, hmm. I don't know. I guess that's good, though. Like, So 82 minutes? Yeah. Yeah, it's too Is short. It? Yeah, that's too short. Tack on one more. Episode three. Chapter three. Let's get to chapter three, Jeff. Do we want to okay. skip over? All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Baby Yoda used the force. Like, everybody knows this, right? Like, there's so many it. gifts out there. Like, Baby no. Yoda. Okay, but see, that's not even my favorite moment okay. of the episode. Yep. My favorite moment is Suga. Oh, yeah. The <laughs> when egg. they're talking about the egg mm-hmm. while he's driving yep. the sand crawler, it is hilarious. Yep. They're like, dude, oh. we're about to get some Suga. And I love the fact that he's in the sand crawler yeah, with them. That's what I mean. And he has to crouch down because he doesn't fit, which makes sense. Because it was not made oh, for him. Oh, man. And, and, dude, shouldn't there be a sand crawler at Galaxy's Edge? There should be. Just saying. Oh. I'm just saying. Oh, what if you had, like, vendors you know there, how, too, that's right? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Man, like, how can you not have a shopping mall oh, that's a sand crawler? That would be great. See, these are the ideas that we come up with because yeah. we are awesome. Yeah, and they're listening. You're welcome, Disney. You're welcome, Disney. We're doing this for you. Let's move on to episode... Th- episode I'm, three. Sorry. Chapter three. Chapter three. The Sin. What did you think, Jeff? So this episode was good because it gave you context. Mm-hmm. And I am super down with the Mandalorian claim because, uh, Brett, as you know, yeah, this is the way. This is the way. This is the way. Might not be my way, 
but I'll but get to that in a way. second. For, to your first point, mm. I love the fact that this slowed down a little bit, right? So finally, things settle in. Mm. He lands back on the planet where the bounty hunters are. He goes and sees his boy, Carl Weathers. Yep. And man, I love Carl Weathers as grief, as grief cargo. Yeah. He's so good. Jeff, did you know that Disney Plus is going to be producing a series of mini episodes about this character? Oh, really? Yeah, they're called Cargo Shorts. Oh, get me excited for this, man. Come on. Um, but, dude, I love this episode. I, I love that I love that it slowed down. I love that he could go into the cantina, sit down with Carl. With new armor. Now, I do have a question. Yeah. Do you think the armor gets painted at some point? Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, because I'm not like, you know, the all silver. I'm not feeling the all silver thing. It's and not really silver. What is but it like? I feel like she keeps talking about his signet. Yeah. And I feel like that's part of painting the armor. So is that equivalent to, like, Boba having that, like, skull thing? Yes. Okay. Yes. That's what I thought. Okay. And another little detail. He refused to accept the Mudhorn signet. Because it was not an honorable kill. He didn't earn it. And he was honest. Yeah. Kids, let that be a lesson to you. Yeah. <laughs> Do the right thing. Yo, but I love the expression with um, the metal forger. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, tip- she tips her helmet when he's like, it was not an honorable kill. She's like, say what? Really? What are you talking about? Like, the, like, I felt a collective. I know they didn't actually sh- show it or put it in, mm-hmm. but I felt like there was a collective groan throughout the entire clan. Yeah. When he said yeah. that my enemy helped me make this kill. I think so. All of his siblings were there. <laughs> I felt like she was going to say, son, I appreciate you that you came to me with this. But I'm, next time. I'm more disappointed than I am angry. <laughs> right. It was so good. Yeah, but I just love, again, like that's, you need that sort of thing. And the whistling birds. The whistling birds. Okay, now, Jeff, I had a little problem that with that. That was off the hook. I was not a fan. Really? It felt a little too Iron Man for me. Like huh. I was I was watching the show and I'm like, I okay. feel like I've seen this before. But you know, he. I mean, come on now. Yeah. He is, he's, not, he's not Iron Man. He's Beskar Man. Well, at least Jon Favreau is stealing from himself. Yeah. Right? I mean, so we can't on. say he's ripping it off. Yeah. But here's my problem, Jeff. Okay. My, here's my real problem. I know this is a very unpopular opinion, but I just don't like Mandalorians. Oh, wow. Plural. Mm. Okay. I like Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. It's called No Homers Club. Oh, that's a Simpsons reference. But, uh, Dude, have you ever read uh, the new Legacy series? No. No, I haven't. But, but even, It's all about Mando. And that I probably wouldn't like it. Mm. The, the Clone Wars episodes mm. that revolve all around the Mandalorians, like, I don't find it that interesting. Interesting. I think a, a lone See, Mandalorian so. okay. is much cooler than a pack of Iron Mandalorians. Anyway. All right. Shots fired. Rest of the Mandalorians, please don't hurry back. Jeff, see, even the Mandalorians knew that only one of them should be allowed in public at a time. Now, that, right? I am, I, th- to me, that was the best part yeah. of finding out about their culture. Right. It was like, look, we're in hiding right now. Only one of us comes up and one of us comes back down. That's yes. it. Now, and I do like that. Okay. What I, what I like about the ending of the episode mm. is that it already forced a problem with the Mandos because you're like immediately like, oh, no, what are they going to do now? Yeah. Right. Like they, they even tell them like, look, we got to move, bro. Like, thanks to you. <laughs> thanks but to hey, you. we got your back. This yeah. is the way. However, right? which is cool. Yeah. But at the same time, mm. I feel like things are getting resolved too quickly on this show. Really? And that's one of them. Right. So at the beginning of the episode, you kind of have this these seeds of discord that have been sown amongst the Mandalorians. Mm-hmm. Right. I could have lived with him being, you know, kind of having this tension with the rest of the clan okay. for a little longer. And it's like, John Favreau, like, you can string things out a little bit longer, you know? Because I got to tell you, I'm shocked 
that they didn't let Yoda become a Mandalorian. Oh. Baby Yoda. Like bring him into the fold? Just make him a family. Well, Jeff, maybe that will happen later. Maybe that'll happen later, man. How awesome oh. would that be, man? And then it's like, why doesn't anybody know? Well, because dude's got his ears folded back under a helmet. <laughs> right? Know. And he's like the most force-sensitive Mandalorian of all time. Is he the only one? He could be. <gasps> Jeff, that would be amazing. People have been calling him the Yodalorian. Listeners, you can't see me right now, but Jeff my is, jaw has literally dropped. Jeff's jaw dropped. It hit the floor. Because like, this is, oh my goodness. That would be great. You have just written a story that I can't put down. Jeff, can you imagine? Okay, so people are begging for a Baby Yoda plush already. Now imagine you got one that you put under a little Mando helmet. Dude, I want the Funko Pop doll. <gasps> oh my goodness. Has that even been sold yet? Baby Yoda one? Yeah. No, nothing. Nothing. So... Did you hear the story about this, Jeff? No, no, no. I don't want to go too into it because I think most of the Moof Milkers already know. But okay. the reason there's no merch is because John Favreau, who is a you national- mean I can't buy anything Mandalorian? Like he is a hero, Jeff. Okay. He's a hero <laughs> because he convinced the Mr. Burnses at Disney yeah, yeah, yeah. to not merchandise Baby Yoda until after the show premiered. Because wow. he didn't want the secret to get out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he got the suits- to buy into the artistic vision enough oh to goodness. be like, all right, we will lose millions of dollars okay, this John holiday Favreau season. Okay, John deserves a race. Hats off. He deserves Helmets a race, off. man. He gave us a surprise that, Jeff, to me, like that's a gift, man. That's you know? what Star Wars is all about, man. <sighs> Blowing your mind and giving you a surprise. Speaking of surprises, all I right. didn't find many in Chapter 4. Ah, yes. Sanctuary. So we did hit... Somewhat of a speed bump. Yeah, I think in so. Chapter four. I think so. Um, and I think the reason why is because number one, you don't have uh, a number of the solid characters there. Hmm. So Carl's weather's not there. Yeah. Nick Nolte's character's not there. Even the um, the guys who placed the bounty. Yes. Right? right. So like to me, they brought gravitas. Mm-hmm. Now you do have Gina Carano. Carano. Yeah. <laughs> in her character, which I thought was really good. Cara Dune. But here's the problem. Their enemy was terrible. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. first of all, their enemy doesn't talk. Right. Only grunts. Mm-hmm. I felt like they were playing. Uh, I felt like they were fighting against Gamma Warians, but they weren't. No, they're not. Um, they're Clatoonians, if I'm Close. pronouncing it right. <laughs> no, they do look like Gamorreans, kind of. D- Apparently that species, I think they were also in Return of the Jedi. Yeah, yeah. they kind of have like a dog face right um but they were cartoony but they were cartoony and like yeah. it was just like really like guys? those dudes from power rangers like in, in <laughs> and like all they had was one atst yeah i mean come on yeah okay first of all three ewoks took out an atst right. on, on endor <laughs> so you're telling me a village With, can't take yes out? but they did have tiny oh sticks, my jeff they did have tiny sticks they did um no i agree i thought this this episode was uh, there's not a lot of acting going on here. So it, <laughs> all I'm saying is if I'm an Ewok, yeah. I'm completely insulted yeah. by this episode. I felt like a lot of the actors didn't know they were shooting. Yeah, yeah. You know, they're like, all right, that was just practice, right? Like, no, no, that's it. We're Are done. we going to run through this We're again? done here. <laughs> Dude, the server in the restaurant. I'm like, did, was this a TGI Fridays commercial? Like, you do realize you're supposed to act like you're in space, right? Yeah. I thought she was actually going to say the word coffee. Yeah. <laughs> Can I get you some more coffee, sweetheart? <laughs> that was brutal. So the Emmy father, but. this is not, Jeff. Um, <laughs> now, I do love the look of the episode. 
I thought it was beautiful. That's what I was going to say. Beautiful episode. It was like, you know. And I love the fact that it was glowing red eyes coming out of the ATS. Yes. Yes. Pretty cool. That was very good. And you know, that was on purpose. Yes. Oh, yeah. And the thing that that does, Jeff, um, if you notice the scene when it's about to come out of the forest, it's very dark. Mm -hmm. So if you don't have that, like that scene has no impact. You can't see anything. Right. So now you see these two red eyes glowing above the top of the tree. And lines. The, the, f- the fear is real. Yeah. Yeah, that was really good. So I don't know. I mean, this episode, on the other hand. But the whole thing about trying to get it to step forward, that was silly. Oh, yeah. No, see, Jeff, here's the thing. When this show is at its worst, mm-hmm. it is absolutely just a live action Clone Wars episode. Yes. And yes. And that's happening too yes. much. Yeah, That's so what it is. I, we're not negative on this podcast, mm-hmm. but I feel like... You only have eight episodes to make. All right. You can't have filler when you're only making eight short episodes, man. No, if it was an hour. Yeah. I right. can understand. And I'm glad it's not. Right. So, like, I don't want uh, going into this. I thought, like, I don't want hour long episodes. I don't want 20 episodes if half of it's going to be filler. Dude, I watched all four episodes in under three and a half hours. Yeah, they're short, man. So it's like to still have filler. And Jeff, you know what we need to come up with a name for? Mm. There's that TV show music. You know, when somebody's just like walking around, it's like, it's like, we don't need that. We don't need that. Right. Like you don't have a lot of time. But you do need episodes that break things up. Yeah. So, I mean, for for me, it was like, okay, it's really cool that chapters one through three, it's almost like it's by itself. Yeah. And four is almost like a transition point. Mm -hmm. It's like now we're time. It's time to, you know, broaden our universe. Yeah. And we're going to step into other things. We need to introduce some new people. Yeah. And, you know, hopefully they finish that out. And episode five, we get back on track. And my hope, Jeff, right, is that some of these people come back. Mm -hmm. So now they could have been. Now her character is definitely coming back. She's got to. There's no way. Yeah. How could she not? She has to. Here's the concern, though, right? So in the promotional materials. Yeah. I don't know if you remember, but like. They had these characters together, and her her face is all over. Like Gina, yeah. Gina Carano. Yep, her her face is all over. Good the place. job, Jeff. Gina you already Carano. won Jeopardy without yeah, even yeah. playing Look for today. Goody. That's good. Like they were presented almost as this new squad, mm-hmm. right? So you had Mando, you had Cara Dune, you had Grief Karga, you had I think he I think his name is Quill, the the Nick Nolte, Nick Nolte character. character. Yeah, yeah. Because like, I thought right. he was going to be on the squad too. And IG Eleven. Now on the, on the one hand, I totally respect. The willingness to introduce a character like IG-11 who's that cool. And then just off him. And then him. just off him. Because that keeps us on our toes like, yeah. we, like no one's but, safe. But, you know, keep in mind, IG, <clears throat> IG-11 can be rebuilt. He could be. and I, so, the, so my hope is that maybe the gang will get back together. Maybe by the end of the season. Maybe things. And, Jeff, we know. I mean, this really is seemingly following in the footsteps of all the Star Wars animated shows. Mm. And what always happens with those is they ramp it up for the, you know, it seems like they're always saving the best for last. Yep. The last few episodes tend to ramp up to the finale. Okay, so I got maybe you. we'll see that. You. Maybe they get so all back together. So we're just hitting a lull to, so yeah. that we can ramp back up again. I think so. I okay. hope so. Yeah, I, so I did notice, I would say that I did notice a cinematic drop-off in episode four. Yeah, I agree. Um the really ugly side of chapter four, Jeff, yeah. is that I thought we had gotten away from the from, cuteness of Baby Yoda. No, no <laughs> from the perfunctory montage sequence mm. that we had one of in episode one. Okay. We had a montage in episode two. Yeah. Then episode three did not have that. No, it didn't. By the way, Jeff, in chapter three, I think we learned that the Mandalorian is Batman. <laughs> 
<laughs> like, yeah. is there any difference between the Mando and Batman? Uh, I lost my parents. Okay. Got taken in by somebody else. Yep. Yep. Learned to be a tough dude. Got mm. a bunch of gadgets. Yep. He's kind of Batman. Especially the scene when he goes However, back. Yeah. Batman has an alter ego in Bruce Wayne. Who is super popular. That's true. And is all over the place. Which the Mando can never have. The Mando has no other personality. He's right. just Mandalorian. Well, they both do have to maintain their identity, though, in some way. Do they, though? There's a similarity there. Mm. I mean, Batman cannot reveal that he's Bruce Wayne. Right. The Mando can't reveal that he's anyone. But that's my point. The yeah. Mando has no other side. That's true. That's true. So. And because, here's the thing. And you know why, Brad? Yeah. This is the way. Jeff, overall. Yeah. I think we should be realistic about where this show is right now. I've loved it. I've really enjoyed it. Awesome. Every week. Can't wait for Thursday night. Must see ASAP. You have to see these episodes. Also, because if you get online at all, it's going to be immediately ruined for you. Yeah, you can't. But I mean, I'm really enjoying it. And, you know, we talked about TV seasons. Okay. um, And that it takes a while for things to click sometimes. And, you know, we might not even see it. Like, I think it'll be even better in season two. And that's good because I already think it's good. And I got to say this. I can't believe that I ever thought that the music for The Mandalorian was not good. Because (laughs) it is now awesome. You've come around. But I got to say, you kind of uh, tainted the well for me, man. (laughs) Because, you know, your whole singing bit at the beginning kind of messed me over. Oh, yeah. But now... I love it. And when I sing it, my dog. I think we need to play the actual song so that the listeners understand Are you telling me that the music does not match up with Brett's voice. That if you play this episode for your dog, he'll jump out the window. Yes. Okay. I believe that. Um, Jeff. <laughs> Some people say the the Mando needs to take the helmet off. So good. Jeff, some people say that the Mando needs to take his helmet off. No. I disagree as well. Keep it on. And I love what somebody pointed out on Twitter, Jeff. But obviously, he's got to take it off to eat. Well, he does. He does. So in this episode, he took it off. Yeah. But we didn't see After his face. she left. And I'm fine with that. That's I think that was actually brilliant. I thought that was the best shot. Doesn't so, he feel more like a real person to That was you? the best part of episode four. Yes. Yep. And, like, and to me, he feels like a real person just yeah. having taken it off, yeah. even though we didn't see him. And, and Jeff, as somebody pointed out on Twitter. Go ahead. Darth Vader kept his helmet on for three movies. Was anybody like, I don't know what that dude's feeling right now, and I need to know. I need an emotional connection with Darth Vader. Um, No, man. And I'm pretty sure that's one of the reasons Darth Vader's so cool. Yeah, and I I get that emotional connection, just seeing him turn his head to Baby Yoda. You always know what he's thinking. One one of the ways that I I liked it was when he returns the ball in the sin. Mm -hmm. He returns the ball back to Baby Yoda. He's like, okay, here you go. We, We know that you're back. I'm sure you won't choke on this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No problem. Even though he totally would. But it, but it was like, welcome back. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, yeah. And, and like you got all of that just from his gesture. Mm-hmm. It was so good. Jeff, I have a piece of advice for Mr. John Favreau. All right. Uh-oh. Advice. Advice. Dear Johnny Fav, you can leave us in the lurch a little bit. Ooh. You know, we went three years without knowing if Han Solo could survive carbon freeze. True. I think we can go a week without knowing if, if an extremely force-capable baby who lifted a mud horn like a tiny spoon of applesauce was mm. able to hold his own against a 130-pound lab assistant. Like, 
you don't have to resolve things within the episode. Okay. You know what I mean? All right, all right. Like, dude, you left Baby Yoda, and yes, my heart was on the floor too. Yeah. That's fine. Just leave it there. Jeff, can you imagine the discourse around this show? If he just left the baby. If he Yoda left there? the baby. I okay. I gotta say, it would have. I would have been fine with it. Me too. But like, no, I mean, my kid would have been livid. Okay. But oh, hey, yeah. yeah, that's okay. But then that's a great teachable moment. We were that kid, Jeff. Yeah. We were that kid. We've been there. Did Han survive? Did Luke grow a new hand? Like, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I guess we found that out pretty quick. But Han was still, <laughs> you know. <laughs> He was still out there frozen. I think that was the, my first introduction to prosthetics. Jeff, in conclusion. Yes. The Mandalorian continues to be not Emmy material. I would say it's the Wendy's Ooh. to the Crown's place that requires a reservation three months in advance. Okay. But hey, who doesn't love Wendy's, Jeff? Dude, I love Wendy's. I love Wendy's. You know what I'm saying? They the get it right. best fast food you can get. Yeah. yeah. They give you chili. They give you salad. They give you burgers. They give you fries. You get it all. Oh, uh, yes. Jeff, in our next episode. What do we got coming? You know what we're doing. <gasps> you know what it is, Jeff? Is it the pregame show? <laughs> hey, don't laugh, man. Come on. <laughs> Jeff, you look so giddy. It is the pregame <laughs> yes, show. Yes, it is. It is the final chapter of the Skywalker saga. Yes. Pre-game show. Wow. I oh, can't believe. Does this mean I have to prepare Jeopardy questions? I can't believe we've gotten this far. Or do we save that for the post-game show? What do you think? You make the call, Jeff. I don't know. It's causing me a reflective moment, Brett. Hey, Jeff, let's leave the listeners in the lurch. This is Jeff. This is Brett. And we're just talking about Star Wars all the time on the Skywalk.